uh, throughout the week, I was just kind of treating it like normal. <laughs> then, uh, then Amberly's parents came to town, and we were doing a bunch of house things since we still moving into this house. And at one point, I had to take pictures and send it to Amberly because we were out shopping. And then her parents were like, why is your phone in black and white? So that was fun trying to explain to them why my phone in black and white. They're like, why are you doing why are you doing black and white photography? I'm like, well, okay, so I have this podcast with a friend of mine that we do a challenge for two weeks. <laughs> and this is what we're doing now. Welcome back to the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, this challenge is all about the mobile phone, in which we switch our phones to the monochrome scale or the grayscale, black and white, whatever you want to define. We strip away the color and live life born. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, great <laughs> going with that. So it's you like can kind of get a 30s film of your phone. It's just not. Y- the, it's different. It's just, <laughs> yes. So you can get a little taste of what I what I think. But before we get into that, Kyle, what have you been working on? Uh, good thing you asked because I just finished pulling up my toggle reports. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, in the past two weeks since we last recorded, I have been doing a lot of reading, which is nice. So I've been reading a. Uh, I'm reading this book right now called An Invisible Woman, which is about the data gap and uh, science and a bunch of other things that kind of like exclude women from like getting proper data on uh, how things affect people. Yeah, uh, the, the I've heard of book that. Is that. Yeah, it, it's a really good book. It was a 99% invisible. I loved how the author sounded. So I just I picked it up and recommendation also from my girlfriend. Uh, we both picked it up together. I think I started reading it before her. <laughs> so... She has a pretty big, big uh, book log right now, but uh, I'm reading that book. Definitely recommend, especially if you're into data science and want to uh, see like how there are holes in like what we've been using. Like I learned today that uh, there's no anatomically correct female crash test dummy. Yes, that's just yes. Scaled down men versions, and her argument's like, why is this a thing? Because women's weight distribution is different than men's. Like the bone density is different and everything. It's like, wow, that's, wow. <laughs> okay. For yeah. like 70 years, we've been using just one version of a crash test dummy and scaled it down. It is weird and uh, it makes no sense that it takes this long to get that far. I think the EU is considering it now. Mm-hmm. But America doesn't seem to have anything in legislation or anything right now. At least as of the time of the writing of the book. That might be, That might change though. But yeah, it's been a... It's been a really informative read. It's like every time I read it, it's just, uh, uh, I feel, I learned something new about the world that I didn't know beforehand. Yeah. And then as a data science sucker, I am really enthralled by this book. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading. Uh, I've been doing also uh, morning writing sessions. I actually didn't do one today, but I'm trying to write for five minutes every morning. I mentioned that last episode. I've been doing that pretty strong, kind of wavering here and there, but nothing like to nothing that's been like really taking up a lot of my time in general outside of work uh how about you mark i've been just on my daily grind going through my list so a mixture of reading um and then working on various projects so i think i kind of a couple weeks ago tweeted out my reading list 
Um, I'm a slow reader, but I am currently reading The Water Dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Really, really good book. Really good book. (laughs) And I'm also reading Collection of Short Stories by Anton Chekhov. Um, So, yeah, yeah, those are are my two alternating reads. Namesake of Chekhov's gun, as I've heard. uh, Over the one discussion over beers. Yeah, like what we're reading at the time, and uh, I was like, I had no idea he wrote stories. I just only wrote like plays, so I learned a lot that day. No plays. Uh, yeah, he was a playwright, a doctor, and I author. That blew my mind right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he his short stories are amazing, and one of my favorites is called "The Student." Um, everyone should read that. Um, so then outside of that, uh, I had a really, so we've talked about my writing before in which I get anxiety if mm. there's anything on my calendar and, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend prior, I tweeted out on October 20th of hitting my writing goal, not just for the week, but for the month. So oh, nice. for, Hell yeah. yeah, for quarter four, I have a 10,000 word writing goal. So um, that's about 3350 or 33, whatever, 100 words a month for the next three months. So just on uh, that weekend alone, that uh, Saturday, the 19th and the 20th, I was able to write 3,241 words in three writing sprints. And wow. It was so good. Uh, got made major progress on Project Dollar, and there's so much more to go. So that was super, super, super productive. Um, Hell yeah. That's way more productive than I've been. <laughs> it's, you um, know, but the last time I wrote was like several weeks prior hmm. to Project Dollar because there's been always been something on the calendar. So I haven't been like re- really hmm. been able to sit down and get lost in the world. Uh, but so it was super nice to have a calendar free weekend and I just focused on mm. entirely on writing. Um, and outside of that, yeah, running Austin podcasters, we just had a meetup this yeah. weekend, which was super awesome. Um, met some amazing folks, got, uh, tuned in on Brene Brown and hopefully I didn't get her last name incorrect. But someone, um, uh, and I'm typing her name. Yeah, Brene Brown. Someone gave a uh, one of her quotes or a term, term that uh, Brene uses called the vulnerability hangover. Hmm. So essentially when we, and it was part of a discussion of how do you open up to promote yourself or you're already putting yourself out there with your podcast but mm. how do you do that and how do you handle all of this and the vulnerability hangover is essentially it's essentially you once you put yourself out there and then maybe five minutes later or a day later you're like holy crap what did I do I was yeah. just so honest with everyone right you can kind of feel a little sick a little bit <laughs> Uh, because you just completely made yourself vulnerable to everyone. And so she has a really good um, TED Talk that I watched about 
the power of vulnerability. I watched that te- talk that she gave in 2014. It was really good, so we'll link to it in the show notes. So that's kind of been my uh, week of productivity. So a couple hot uh, highlights from the things that I've been working on. So let's dive down a little bit further in these past two weeks and talk about the challenge before us. So tell us, Kyle, about your experience with the monochrome challenge. My experience with the monochrome challenge. Okay, so first of all, I think I was the one that suggested this. I believe so. I don't know. We were making a list of topics a long time Mm -hmm. ago, and I think I added it to it. I chose this challenge because I read somewhere, maybe I don't know where it was, that pulling your phone into monochrome can make it more boring and thus less distracting. And I actually did kind of experiment around with it before this challenge, like for like a day, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And I think even got Amberly involved into it. I think that she had her phone on monochrome for like a couple of days as well. But we both... Uh, we both decided that we didn't want to do it at the time, so we went back to color, and then after that, didn't even think about it until after I was like thinking of topics for this podcast. <laughs> and uh, so I I did what they suggest to do, and by they, I mean all these uh, productivity bloggers that, that talk about things like this. Uh, just go into your phone settings, change the color settings to monochrome or grayscale, whatever your phone calls it. As long as you remove all color that's not black nor black and white from your uh, phone's uh, screen doesn't mingle. And then after that, it should make your phone more boring. The problem with this and this challenge is that uh, I'm already on a quest to make my phone as boring as possible, so I thought I was like doing a good job with it already. So it's kind of like a next step in the whole process. Yeah, this is this is a little bit different, I guess, since like this is more like an this like like a lifestyle challenge to this week, like that we're living the life of somebody as a monochrome. So I don't want to give away my opinions too quickly. <laughs> this might be a pretty short episode. For, so like with my daily phone use, I'm usually using it for texting people, uh, maybe occasionally checking Instagram. I still don't go on it that often. Sending uh, photos through Snapchat if I find something I'm using, which I don't use that much anymore anyways. Uh, I use it for running timers on Toggle. I use it for uh, my calendar app and Fitbit. All those things are like my main priorities for my phone. And also reading. I read, I think, maybe 100% of the past, 100% of all the books I've read in the past year, I think, have been on my phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. I read more on my phone than anywhere else. Wow. Okay. It's always on me, so I can pick it up if I want to. And so I've been doing it for that reason or during those times. And every night before bed, I always watch youtube on my phone uh typically some uh let's play because i find let's play is very relaxing so just watching somebody playing a video game so uh i find those very relaxing and fun to watch and just kind of like easy turning your brain off kind of thing yeah so uh throughout the week i was just kind of treating it like normal (laughs) then uh then amberly's parents came to town and we were doing a bunch of house things since we still moving into this house and at one point I had to take pictures and send it to Amberly because we were out shopping and then her parents were like why is your phone in black and white so that was fun trying to explain to them why my phone in black and white they're like why are you doing photo- why are you doing black and white photography I'm like well okay so I have this podcast with a friend of mine that we do a challenge for two weeks and this is what we're doing now 
So uh, I will say that from my first week of experience, nothing was really that different in my usage, it felt like. I wish I had data on this to support it. I don't... I have a Galaxy S9, which doesn't have like the digital well-being that Google Pixel will have on it. Okay. Or uh, like an iPhone would have on it. So I don't really have any data to show my usage difference. But the first week is kind of... Uh, Kind of the same with some awkward conversations thrown in. <laughs> uh, the second week, though, uh, that's when I really started to. Uh, that's when I really started to feel opinions on this challenge, and my opinions right now are still pretty torn. But I will sum it up. I'm getting a little bit ahead of us right here, but this is a pretty short topic. I will sum it up with being. I think this might be the most annoying thing we've done since cold showers. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> like, but okay, I, I need it. I'm going to go through an entire, like how my brain works the past week uh, right here before we move on to you. Yeah. But, but I was just getting annoyed on my phone. I'm like, it's like, this isn't fun anymore. Like I wasn't <laughs> bored of it. I just was annoyed of it. <laughs> like, okay. like I just like, I was like, I don't really like, why, why is this a thing on my phone right now? Why is it black and white? Like, I know why it is, but <laughs> I, I just, I didn't, I just didn't care. And then I yeah. just, like, I would go into things like Instagram and like, I get annoyed of it for being black and white. I wasn't bored of it. I was like, I just can't be here. And right I was just annoyed this thing. So <laughs> I maybe st- uh, use Instagram less during that time because I was annoyed of it so much. Mm-hmm. But then uh yeah like it's like every time i use my phone that stuff for messaging it kind of just like felt like i was doing like a small cold shower every single time <laughs> i just didn't care for it anymore and yeah. then i started one I, I think i even tweeted out i'm not sure if you saw it i did tweet it out uh, i sent a tweet on i think last saturday saying making my phone go into black and white this is just i'm paraphrasing like putting my phone into black and white has been very or i can't remember what it was but it's like a tweet simply just like summarizing the whole thought i was like it's just to make it make you less addicted to your phone but i'm just annoyed of it right now perhaps that's the <laughs> point that's what I put. so i was severely uh i was yeah i just didn't want to deal with this much after that but then last night came around when i told myself okay it's nighttime now i'm gonna put my phone into color mode because it's been like this for two weeks and then I also didn't like my phone. Last night when I turned on my phone, I or I turned my phone into color, I realized I kind of missed the black and white already. Mm-hmm. And it was when I was trying to go to sleep to a YouTube video, I was like, this is just like too distracting at night. Like I wasn't liking how, how vibrant it was. Interesting. I had yeah. like this like sun, like I was like annoyed of both states of my phone in color and in black and white. Okay. It was a really weird sensation and i think yeah that that's my journey right now i could tell you more thoughts on this later but how was your journey mark so like you um the <laughs> the initial i was like this is annoying um i didn't like it it was very annoying and then it got to a point where it was like okay you know, I will pick up my phone to use it for something. Again, text was fine if I got a text from somebody mm-hmm. or if I went into one of the messaging apps and was mess- messaging someone. That seemed fine. And then 
we got to the point where it was I kind of liked the muted color mm-hmm. that the colors was was muted it was nice and every now and then when charging my phone it, it would kind of reset it and I would have to like and I set up a shortcut to where if I hit the power button three times it will uh, set it to monochrome. Oh yeah, I did that too on Android. You could do up and like button at the same time and you could have it do a shortcut and mine goes to monochrome that way. Right. So I would do that, um, but then it kind of... I brief, briefly liked it, but then I went into just straight up hating it. <laughs> and the reason why so it went from annoyance and the reason why I went straight immediately to annoying is the social media platform I use the most is Instagram yeah now <laughs> now that is just not from my you know sometimes I post my horrible uh, lettering and illustrations mm-hmm. but then I also manage like uh, when posting for podcast stuff or when posting especially when posting in the Austin podcasters and I do specific colors for a reason <laughs> and you don't see those colors. And then when you're creating stories and you're trying to create these text things, you're like, is this legible? And I can't tell you that because I don't know if <laughs> this default yep. white text can actually be read against this background that I recorded this video in black and white. So I I, ha- I lost a reference for that. And I was like, this is really annoying. So then I actually switched from doing some things to apps on my Mac beforehand. <laughs> That's in color because I needed to see the color. So with that, the first week, um, it actually reported that my screen time on my phone had dropped like 45%. Ooh, that's, that's really significant. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm glad you got because data. Yeah, and it dropped it. And again, and it's what I use it for a lot is uh, I do video editing on the phone. If I'm shooting quick things or how to things Mm. for Austin podcasters, I do image quotes and tags and stuff like that. Um, So I'm using Canva. I'm using Adobe Mm. Spark. I'm using other uh, photo editing tools to text. And those are color heavy. So then it made it impossible to do that because I don't know what the default colors are for the <laughs> templates I'm selecting. So then I had to move elsewhere. So it, it really dropped a lot of that. And it actually killed some productivity for me because when I'm <laughs> scheduling all the social media stuff, yeah. it's when I'm walking to the bus stop or riding the bus to work. That's how I'm able to get all okay. of this stuff yeah. in. And because I rely heavily on the colors, this killed it. So I was like, okay, this is annoying. And as my usage ramps up, typically it ramps up Thursday and Friday on the weekend and stuff uh, where I'm like really trying to, there's other scheduled things that I post and, and event stuff for, for that. So it's not even personal stuff that I'm using. It's mm. just for the community. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're basically doing PR work for your... Yeah, so then I let it slip, you know, when I take it off the charger, I'm like, "Mm, I'm good, I can leave it on color for this. Um, And then I would say probably about, this is a Monday we're recording, so about Tuesday, 
Tuesday or Wednesday, I was like, you know what? Screw this. I'm I'm not I'm no longer going to monochrome. I hate Oh this. wow, what? <laughs> so I I couldn't I admit I failed the challenge. Well uh, <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. I just could not take it anymore. <laughs> I really couldn't. And so that's my admission. I, I failed. I was uh I'm I sorry, like, everyone. I did it early by doing it on Sunday night. <laughs> no, last no. Tuesday was for you. <laughs> I I couldn't do it. It was just absolutely horrible experience. I can understand why someone was doing. It. So I will add this caveat: over these varying challenges and these book reviews that we've been reading, I've been employing different methods to remove myself from the phone. Um, so, and I did, even though I had a big percentage drop in screen time from, um, using it, like even this week, it said that my screen time went up 26% since Mm -hmm. turning it back on. But even with that, that was heavily because of all the social media work for Mm -hmm. the other accounts I run and not just me personally, when it was just me personally, it didn't deter my Instagram usage at all. I it just actually made some of the photos more stylish mm. <laughs> as I was scrolling through. Like it, it's and I end up following a lot of artists or designers, so they have text care sale posts and stuff like that. So it didn't impact my actual personal use, but when I needed it to get things done, <laughs> it, it was just in the way. It was just and, an annoying thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I lasted what? Eight days. Man, cold showers are easier for you than this. Cold showers were easier. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's out. It's out there. I canceled. <laughs> I, I quit the challenge. <laughs> this, is the first, this, is the first, this is history in the making right here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do you think about that? All right. Yeah. So to get to like overall thoughts on this not experience i am torn i'm really torn on this you are yeah um first of all i mean i have the data to show my screen time because samsung apparently decides to not do that but um i liked some parts of this challenge because i liked it during one specific time of my day and that was bedtime (laughs) <laughs> well yeah i can see yeah. that i think that's why i'm torn on this is like it as somebody who watches youtube before bed on my phone every night i mm-hmm. i do have a i have a automated tasker thing on it that after i guess an hour my phone will go into youtube kill mode which means that within 20 minutes of me starting up youtube on my phone during a certain time period youtube will close itself down and i have to go to sleep then so I created this automation through Tasker on my phone to do that. However, uh, there are ways to override it. It kind of has a fight against me and my phone to override it. If I really want to watch a YouTube video, mm-hmm. I'll go to my Google Calendar, which is also set to close down every time I open it during that hour. Yeah. So I got to try to open up it, Google Calendar and delete my, my event in there that my Tasker app is reading from. So it's like usually takes like two minutes to... Uh, remove that restriction which is good enough uh it's good enough uh friction to stop me from going further yeah on some nights it makes me second guess myself 
but having it in black and white makes it way easier to quit watching YouTube videos. So I just watch these YouTube videos before bed. Uh, I watch this one guy every night before bed because he's like the most chill Let's Player I watch. His name's Ryukar. He's a Mario Maker 2 uh, streamer and YouTuber. And uh, he... I already know like what all the colors in the Mario games look like anyways, so I, I can kind of fill in the gap like with my brain like what everything looks like, but still kind of boring. And I just end up being like, okay, well, this has been fun. I got, got to see some amusing levels that I played, and mm-hmm. now time to go to bed. Usually, though, if there's colors, I'm like, oh, I want to see more of this stuff. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing to do during specific activities in your daytime. I do not think it's good to have all the time because like if you're like you and you have to operate saying like a social media account for an organization, then you're just basically shooting yourself in the foot by ruining your you like you ruin your design and like everything else. If you're more like me though, or you use your phone for more personal use and communications, black and white didn't do that much for communications in general, so that kind of went away. But I did find this uh, one quote from a Guardian article about turning your smartphone into grayscale. Yeah. And uh, the, there was one quote that really stood out to me after I finished this challenge. And it was, uh, uh, the author said, by switching my phone back to color has, so far, had a different effect on, uh, had a different effect to what I was expecting. Everything seems incredibly garish. I find myself wishing the app designers would use a few more pastel shades and a lot fewer striking reds and greens in their icons. That's how I feel after I turn this thing back on, and I still feel like that. A full day with my phone in color, I'm still like, this is it's a lot of colors on here. <laughs> like, if I could just have like a pastel plate, it'd be fine. But like when it came to like actually deliberately using my phone for things that I need like images for, Mm-hmm. It was annoying. I didn't like it. I didn't want to use it. So it won me over that way because I use my phone less because I was annoyed by my phone. That because <laughs> I was bored by my phone. And you shouldn't make the thing that you have with you everywhere annoying. You should make it work with you, not against you to make you stop. Like we're all about adding friction in our in this podcast, but the friction shouldn't be something that annoys you all the time that you have on you every single day. Unless you're yeah. trying to get rid of your phone entirely. Then you can make it annoying. Yeah. So that's my final thoughts. I, I'll give you a score after you give me your final thoughts because I'm still trying to figure out what my score would be. I think this is for someone, just not for me. <laughs> I think if you are someone that heavily has to do, like like you pointed out, if you have to, if you use your phone to create content um, and branding items and things like that where color is actually very important um then going to monochrome or whatever the accessibility option is for your phone using that makes it highly difficult to do um therefore a lot of the things that i normally typically did on my phone i would end up trying to prep it so that i can find ways to post it uh, from my computer before I left because I wouldn't be able to do it really well uh, on my phone mm-hmm. if I'm on the bus. So it did uh, changing to monochrome did impact my schedule slightly of <laughs> yeah. how I did things. I did have to um, move around some things uh, in order to 
accomplish, you know, um, run, you know, running the accounts and uh, prepping other stuff. So it's for someone. But again, this is a challenge. I think if you should only employ if you are really trying to focus Mm -hmm. uh, on a particular day, saying you you got a lot of studying to do or you want to do something. And if nothing else is working right of removing your device from your environment, um, as I do, uh, removing it from your environment or, or whatever, you can turn it into use monochrome black and white mode mm-hmm. uh, to make it even more unappealing to you. Yeah. So I guess in the in the larger sense, right, is we're adding friction, but you also have to make it unattractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's again from Atomic Habits, yeah. great book. You should check out our episode. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about that book forever. <laughs> yes. Um, so you have to make it unattractive, and this does make it unattractive, though it truly just made it so unattractive to me. I didn't even want to do the experiment anymore uh, because <laughs> yeah. it was so bad. Yeah. But <laughs> um, though I can see the benefit if I if I if I have anything positive to say. I can see the benefit for it. It's just I have better methods to avoid <laughs> yeah. distractions and to increase my productivity with my phone around. Yep, that's how I feel too. Like I've already been on a crusade to make my phone very boring. I don't have any social media on my phone except for Instagram and Nextdoor. And I use Buffer to post to Twitter. Yeah. Like I, I try to make it as little as least distracting as possible. So this is just like unnecessary. Like yeah, like if you're just trying to stop yourself initially, it might be fine. We might be a bit too more we might be more on the advanced side of people that try to optimize yeah. their phones. So maybe for us it was just diminishing returns. But if you're looking to stop using your phone so much, it might be a good start to at least get you into the mindset of trying to use your phone in a useful way and not in a distracting way. I agree. Um, it'll be in a, a great way and mindset. And it helps you really think about your usage and the things that you're getting annoyed about using. Mm. Because it was... As I said, it was fine for messaging. It, it was fine for web browsing if I needed to browse the web, mm-hmm. or even using uh, like social media apps in my personal use mm-hmm. or time. It actually didn't deter that. It didn't stop me from using them at all. It just really annoyed me when it came <laughs> to the things I truly needed to do <laughs> to be productive. Yeah. So if you're using it or looking to do the experiment, maybe take note of the things that you actually use on your phone and how that's actually impact, impacting you. And if it's not having a benefit with your the behavior you want to stop, then it's not for you and maybe another method would be more beneficial. Agreed. Agreed. So with all of our final thoughts... Have you come to your conclusion of what you would rate this? That's such a weird thing to rate. I want to say a four right now. Really? Yeah, I'm going to say a four because it's a simple way to get used to smartphone optimization, I'd say. It's Mm -hmm. a very simple way to to get that ball rolling. It's not useful if you're if you're like us especially if you're like Mark and you use it for pretty much work-related stuff. It's not useful for that. 
but it is useful for getting yourself into that mindset of like, okay, how can I make my phone work for me instead of me being distracted by my phone at random times? It might not be the best way to do it. The best way would be like removing all social media, but like maybe you're like me and like you like Instagram and it's the one social media platform that you're not annoyed about 24 seven or you go <laughs> onto it. So like I, I use Instagram. I don't post on it that often, but I, uh, going on to black and white mode made me use Instagram less. So it's useful for that. It probably won't change your like Twitter habits. Uh, it might change like your Reddit habits because Reddit has a lot of images on it as well. Uh, it might change your Facebook habits as well, but I think it's a good way to get into that mindset. I would not like kind of like cold showers. I would not say do it all the time. I just say do it to get yourself ready, like or do it because you want to take a break from what you've been doing. Maybe you're like me, and I plan on using black and white mode before bed for the foreseeable future to make my phone less distracting at night and go from there. So I think that it has its usage when you use it wisely and at the right times and to get you into that mindset for everything. So I'm going to give it a four. I I personally want to give it a two. So that's my personal review is a two. But for it for it being like a good like gateway into phone optimization and also like it does have its uses for different times throughout your day there's something in here that can that we could work out so i think it's deserves a four how about you mm. mark if you won't give it a two i will give it a two <laughs> all right there we go and that's with the extra benefit of the doubt uh <laughs> yeah i i i so i wrote in my notes one and I was like, ah, oh, you're being too harsh. Let's let's kind of <laughs> you to give us a one. Let, let's raise it up a little bit. You did quit it. There there is some help. You're right, because I quit it. And I'm like, can I rate something? I'm like, okay. So there's a two. Um, but I, I guess why we do these experience experiments is because sometimes we find that we're not the appropriate audience mm. for the experiment that we're doing. And we let you know that if uh, if it works in our day to day lives and this does not work in my day to day life and the changes I had to make to make it work were unpleasant uh, mm -hmm. for me. Uh, and that's, again, with the specific work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But I also feel that this actually didn't address the core issue. If I if it was if I felt my phone was impacting my productivity well, my phone did impact my productivity, setting it in monochrome, but it didn't address like if I thought social media was my mm -hmm. core issue or my problem that was uh, that was distracting me from other things. Then this didn't. Yeah, this didn't wasn't it. So, you know, I'll give it a two. Try it out. But again, keep notes of, of two weeks, just do a week, just a week, yeah. right? A reset, because then you'll get you'll get a good baseline of what you actually use on your mm -hmm. phone. And you'll and you'll quickly identify what is annoying you yeah. <laughs> with this challenge. Um, so, yeah, two out of five for me. All right. Yeah. yeah. So it averages out to three. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so, well, yeah. Do you um, move on to the next topic? This is something that you're more familiar with, so we'd like to introduce it. I just installed the app this morning. I'm still getting used you, to it. Okay, so I haven't used all that much, right? Okay, so this app um, for our listeners is Forests, which... Go on, I guess, carry it. Like, what is it about? Yeah, so we've kind of we've kind of uh, talked about this before. I know we definitely mentioned it in earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. And so the Forest app uh, is one for, it utilizes the Pomodoro technique. Okay, and that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, so we ta- we've talked about this before in our time tracking episode um, and how I use this in Toggle. And I, you know, personally, I swear by it. But um, it uses the Pompadero technique, but it's also a good way to come off of this monochrome experiment to with the four step, because if you're doing something productive, that's not necessarily on your phone and you can work it out as to uh, when when you should uh, utilize it, but it helps keep you off in my experience. So. It aims to help keep you off the phone as you can configure it to um, to reject the time that you're that you're trying to record. You, you're trying to grow a tree. Okay. So if you fail in in that, your tree will die or if you're successful, it will blossom. Mm-hmm. And there's a new feature that they added um, and maybe we can try this out and which you can link with someone else on their forest app. Yeah, I saw that and I sent you an invite to your email. I'm not sure what account you're using, but I did see that. Oh, you can okay. create rooms and join rooms. Yes. You want to create a room right now? Yes. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's do it right now, live on air. We'll do this live. Oh, yeah. The pl- plant together mode. The withering of one person's tree will cause the withering of everyone else's trees. It's a blight. You're a blight upon it. <laughs> this, this reminds me of a big coach I spoke about last episode. Like your what you do impacts your party. In this case, your forest. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm going through that right oh, now. Oh, there's your request. Yep. I just accepted it, rejected it. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? <laughs> An accident, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like no. So got you here so I can see um, your time. You didn't use it today. Yeah, okay. I was I was trying to understand this app better. So I was hoping you'd explain it to me and our audience at the same so, time. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't tested the new feature because that requires other people. But Great you room. do, um, right you can set your tree and you set your time and you say plant and um there's a focus mode. So there's two plant modes and I just kind of read one. The first is the deep focus mode. And so that means that says that leaving the app will cause the tree to wither. So if you leave this app to go check Twitter or to go check mm-hmm. a message okay. you just got, your tree will die. Um, and then the plant together mode. So when you're linking up with someone else, mm-hmm. if they check their messages and leave the app, right? Yeah. That impacts your tree, so it's accountability. Yeah, that that word again. Yep, it's a big, it's a strong one. That's accountability. Um, and so when you're doing that, if you accomplish it, you do collect um, 
sunshine bottles or whatever they do. Um, and you can use that to buy different trees to plant. So if you get enough or you using it enough, um, you can buy other types of trees and things like that to plant. And then as I just mentioned, um, linking together with someone else and uh, both being held accountable for your actions. So you can see all the achievements that you make um, using it for extended periods of time, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be very interesting and in, uh, coming up in our use to see, does this help us in um, reducing our phone usage or being distracted or, or staying focused on the task at hand? Um, if that's a problem, as well as uh, how does this fare impact us as we use toggle when tracking our time? I know, that's how my favorite. I was like, what do I hit first? And then I'll break the timer. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I forgot, I forgot to do that. Yes, absolutely. So, um, and, and so that's very interesting because I also have, so I may have to, I'll still use toggle, but it'll be after the fact. So, I'm making the pledge now that I will use this app for every activity and for the next two week, two weeks and growing my trees. Mm-hmm. And then after each session, I'll log that after the fact and toggle. Okay, that's a good idea. I usually use toggle whenever I'm like near a desktop computer anyway, so it shouldn't be that, that difficult for me. But yeah. I'm going to remix this a bit to... Uh, I'm trying to break habits of going to distracting websites at work. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do a self-imposed thing of uh, every time I check a distracting website, I need to break the forest app. Like during like during the Pomodoro time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work on that. All right. Yeah. All right. There well, we have it. And this is, this is my first official app review. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be fun. And I've been wanting to use this. Uh, I think I've only used it twice, but I've been really wanting to use this extensively. Is that Firefox add on? Hell yeah. Oh, there is? Yeah, but I don't have Firefox at work. But this is at least fine for my personal computer. All right. So hopefully uh, there's uh, a Chrome add-on or some other type of add-on. This would be super interesting. So I'm looking forward to this, and maybe we'll have another coffee workup session and try out the other features. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Let's. Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Uh, as always, when you say it's going to be a short episode, it ends up being a long episode. Oh, and also there is a Chrome. <laughs> there's a Chrome add-on. I'm gonna. Sorry, reminder to add that to my work computer tomorrow. <laughs> all right. So, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Productive Lab. Mm -hmm. And you can find our wonderful show notes with everything that we mentioned in this episode on our website, tpl.show for short, or theproductivitylab.show if you like typing. Where can they find you, Kyle? (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And my website that's now defunct is in the show notes. That's quadrant9.net, though, but it's there. Uh, how about you, Mark? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkIO, AskMarkIO. 
and you can find my writings and my illustrations. Oh man, at I'm just laughing at my illustrations. You can find that on my website at askmark.il. And until next time, everyone, stay productive. Until next time, everyone, stay productive. Woo. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. That was so weak. <laughs> that was a weak woo. <laughs> I don't know.